three, two, one. Shut up and sit down. Aye. Hello, I'm TV actor and host Jeff Sandor, and welcome to They Still Live. This is an all-American <laughs> podcast where we blend sketch comedy with talk radio, and we chat with a panel of diverse personalities about anything and everything. It's no holds barred and no topics off the table. So put the sunglasses on. Let's get to know each other, shall we? Returning to this episode, we've got two old bees. We've got political... Science major and special educator, Miss Linda Fitton. What's up, Linda? Hello, hello. You are the person I want to talk to after this fabulous week in America. <laughs> oh, people have been beating me up for days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's far from over, Mama. Far from over. And co-hosting this magic carpet ride we call the TSL, talk show and radio host, the iconic... Mr. Vinny B. What's up, Vinny? Oh, I don't know. Everything's going crazy in the last week. Uh, where's all these riots and protests and stuff going on? Oh, wait a second. <laughs> man, I, I'm still waiting. I'm, I'm waiting, man. I'm just waiting for the green light because I'm going to go loot the shit out of Home Depot and Bed Bath & Beyond. I got some towels I need to get. Don't forget that. Go to Lowe's and get that Novalis flooring, too. That's right. Damn right. I guess should be stocked up on that. That's some good stuff. So, oh, my goodness. So, do you guys want to you want to start off with a little trivia game to break the ice? Or do you want to just go right into rapping? What do you want to do? No improv. No improv tonight. I got some cool, good questions for trivia laid out, but I don't have an improv. Maybe we'll do improv next next episode. I got a good improv. Right. Is the answer apple? <laughs> no apples. No apples on. This will be a fruitless trivia if that's what you want to do. Bananas. I don't believe All right. you. All right. Well, let's find out. It's my favorite time. We're going to go into it. It's They Still Live Trivia Time. Oh, total bummer. Uh, speaking of game shows, Alex Trebek passed away at 80 from cancer. What a bummer. That is sad. Yeah, it is. Really liked him. He's a, he was a good dude. He, was, he seemed like a really legitimately nice guy. Anyway, sorry to bum you guys out right before trivia. <clears throat> That's lucky in some cultures, I guess. I don't know, maybe. Uh, everybody listening at home, if you're not familiar with the way we do trivia on They Still Live, what we're going to do is we're going to play three rounds of general trivia uh one one question per uh person and then we're going to go into sudden death if necessary and uh i'm gonna start ladies first let me kick it over to you linda okie dokie apple (laughs) not apple and you you forgot the magic word anyway i'm not how about the i'm not gonna win this thing we'll see we'll see i'm terrible at trivia well, I admire your dedication to losing. That's some, <laughs> something to be said about your enthusiasm there. Round number one, Miss Fenton. 
What celebrity has their <laughs> had their dog cloned twice? What celebrity had their dog cloned twice? Yes. That is a very weird question. <laughs> that was a very yeah. weird person that did it. <laughs> what celebrity had their dog cloned twice? It's a lady. Multi-talented lady. Hmm. Crazy lady. Cloner and a dog. Multi-talented crazy lady. Mm-hmm. Who's that weird red-headed woman that beheaded Trump? Is that her? No. Is that your guess? <laughs> uh, well, since I spit it out, I suppose it is. Surveys. <laughs> survey says weird red-headed woman who who cut off uh, Trump's head. <laughs> oh, sorry. Looking for Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Yeah, I would would have thought Cher as well. That's another interesting, uh, interesting cloner, I guess. I don't know. Did she clone dogs? I don't know. Who knows? That lady's got more plastic in her. She should be a Barbie. Vinny, you're around one question. In Crystal City, Texas, the spinach capital of the world, which cartoon character is honored with a statue? Popeye. Popeye it is. All right, Linda, round two. <laughs> how, how many times a year does a biannual event take place? What? <laughs> how many times a year does a biannual event take place. It's biannual. You have reached the They Still Live podcast. Please press one for two years. Press two for losing. (laughs) 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 I press one. A biennial event takes place every two years. You said what now? (laughs) Oh my, you said twice every two years was your answer? Every, every two years? Well, my initial answer was every was twice a year, but then I confused myself when I was acting stupid. You you confused me. Does that make <laughs> me win? Another fucking question. Huh? When I confuse people, does that make me win? I don't know, but it 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 it, it really like screws me up because now I'm I'm totally lost and confused. I don't even have a oh, to Listen, it works in elections. If you confuse people enough, you get to win. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll be another win for Joe Biden. <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize you said biannual. I thought you said biannual. <laughs> oh my god. That's too Oh my goodness! Two butts make up a what? Okay, Vinny, what what in the butt? Yes. Uh, which phrase that began as a public safety announcement for London tube commuters is now used in contexts that have nothing to do with travel? What phrase that began as a public okay. safety announcement for London tube commuters is now used in contents that have nothing to do with travel? It's oh. a weird. It's just a weird catchphrase. Wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Mind the gap. Mind the gap. See, that could be a butt thing. Right? No, that's not a butt thing, Jeff. That's another. That's a front <laughs> butt thing, Jeff. Minding the gap. Okay? Yeah. That's oh, a- sorry, sorry. 
I was waiting for a Kamala Harris joke there for, for a second. Was, no? Okay. I don't slut shame. <laughs> <laughs> Give us time. Give us time. Not that I'm calling her a slut, but I don't slut shame. Fair enough. All right, Linda, going into round three. We got a tie ball game because of the uh, – I, I think <laughs> I, I found like a mail-in answer. In the middle of the night, you got a mail-in answer that just came in, so you're tied up. It's weird. Funny how that works. Okay, round three. The United States is located on which continent? You gave him some crazy question no one would ever, ever know. I don't know. Vinny knows some crazy shit, man. He's pretty – he'll surprise you. I mean, I feel like if you asked that – Alexandria Cortez lady, she would not know the answer to this, but I do. It's North America. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Yes, it is North America. Oh, my goodness. Well, that Popeye question was pretty easy. I had no idea one. what that was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vinny. Well, you're not, you're not as old as I am. This is true. That's it. Which that age will change tomorrow. Yes, I yeah I got we got to wish you a birthday because we won't get to talk to you till next week. So happy pre birthday. Are you going to be like Thanks. what 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 are you what are you going to be like twenty nine with like thirty years experience or some shit? What are you going to do? Uh, some <laughs> something like that. <laughs> nah, I'm on the uh, I'll be sixty two. Nice. Well, happy sixty. 62. And your round three question before your birthday is in Celsius degrees, what is the boiling point of water? Celsius degrees. Oh, boy. I know it's 212 Fahrenheit, but Celsius, do, 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 let's see, zero is 30, 60, uh, 100 degrees. Correct. You did the math. Nice. Nice. See that? I did the math at the math. You see that shit? I could see like the, the scientists computing. It was like a, a scene from a beautiful mind and Russell Crowe's working some crazy shit out on the chalkboard. That's what I was picturing was going on there. That was great. All right. Uh, you. Oh, man. I think it's going to take us into sudden death. So, everybody, <laughs> except for Vinny B, is going into sudden death. Do, do, do. All right, Linda. Yes. For sudden death. Apple. Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> the Japanese national flag has a circle on it in what color? Red. Correct. Ooh, pressure's on now. All right. Asshole. Okay, Vinny, for your sudden question, okay. what does the acronym PSA stand for in the broadcasting industry? Hmm. Well, I could change it around, but I'll keep it to make the answer correct to be public service announcement. Correct. Well played. Well played. And guess what? Every one of you is a winner on They Still Live Trivia tonight. (laughs) 
I'm giving you get the participation trophy. That's what I'm giving myself. I'm giving myself a participation trophy. Exactly. That's right. I deserve it because I showed up. And if I show up, I should get exactly what the people who worked for it get. Right? Wait. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Even if I don't show exactly. up, I should get it. You know what? I shouldn't even have to participate. I should just get one just because I want one. Well, you are phoning this in. Like, literally, you were phoning in this. So, well done. What's been going on with you? Anything good? You had a crazy story or something we were talking about earlier? Yeah. You about to tell us? Okay. Critters get in my house sometimes. Weird ones. We've got, our house is 125 years old. It's got a, got a dirt floor cellar on one side, and then it's got a regular basement on the other side. Well, last month, a possum somehow showed up in my kitchen. And I'm like, where did the possum come from? <laughs> so Scott's screaming, and I had to get the possum out because I'm the one that has to get the bat or the possum, or God forbid a snake ever makes its way in here. He'll have a heart attack. But today, right when I, Can't blame was, him. I was clicking the button to join the show, and I get a text from him, and it comes up on the phone, and I look at it, and it's like, there's a tiny baby mole swimming in the dog's water bowl, drowning. Oh my god! And instead of me carrying it outside, he's like, "Can you come get this mole?" I'm like, "Okay." So yeah, the mystery mole. No, was that your husband? He was cute though. That was Scott, yeah. right? I was talking. About- yeah, that's your husband. Scott, he, yeah, I get- he doesn't like critters. I'm the critter wrangler. <laughs> Well, it's funny you got one fucking treading water in the dog's bowl. It's, it's kind of an odd thing. He was thing. so tiny. Did you say that little bit? And his little claws were going tink, 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 tink across the side of the bed. <laughs> well, those little kids are land lovers, man. They're not much for fucking, you know, doing the backstroke, I he don't think. He wants to be in the earth. I don't, know why, I don't know why he came in the house or even how he got in. <laughs> He's probably doing the same thing. <laughs> the hell am I doing in here? How did I get it? He's like, whoa, buffet? Okay, I'm in. Wait a second. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Lord help us. There's some weird shit going on in the world and it's apparently in your it's kitchen. 2020. <laughs> I guess you don't have a cat. A cat would have taken no, care of it we, for we you. we had a cat named Bing, but he passed away several years ago. And Rocky, I guess, would cuddle whatever critter came in because he didn't seem bothered by the possum or this mole. Yeah. The possum ate his food. And I'm like, it's a possum eating your food and you're just standing there. What kind of dog are you? He's apparently a very generous one. Husband, <laughs> like, I don't mess with critters. <laughs> Can't say I blame him. So I think I think after this year, I think we're going to have a new catchphrase. You're going to be like, you better shut up. I'm going to go 2020 on your ass. That's you know? a good one. That man's <laughs> bad. So this, uh, not to date our show, but let's date our show. Uh, so we just had the election uh, this week. Well, sort of an election. I don't know if I want to call it an election. We had some kind of raffle or some shit. I don't know. I don't know. All I can tell you is um, your ballots just show up, don't they? Oh, my God, man. How did this happen? How did this happen? How did we get here with this shit? Do you guys believe this stuff? Do you think a guy who... Uh, Turned out, got seventy million votes. Who couldn't get seventy people at a fucking rally? Do you think? Uh, think this is a legit election? No. 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 Something fishy. And it ain't. Come on. 
anomalous plot. Oh my God! The gap widens. That, that would be President Harris. <laughs> give, her, give her 18 to 24 months before the 25th Amendment. Uh, well, you're being sleepy high. Joe. That's in his future. Man, what if that would be some shit? He has a fucking heart. Well, allegedly has a heart attack or some weird shit happens to him. I didn't think about that. That's a real world possibility. Awesome. Well, you realize that he did have uh, what some heart procedures done throughout the year. So, yeah, uh, too bad he didn't have any brain procedures. That might have might help. It's a shame his pacemaker battery didn't go dead sooner. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I just don't get it, man. Like, I just don't have like if the guy won, I'd love to just count like just not the fucking mail in ballots or the absentee ballots, but just like the people who allegedly showed up. I'd like to see what the numbers are just to see where the states lied just with that. Well, I did um, listen to a woman who does something with the election. I, I didn't catch her name or what her position is, but she was going over. First of all, she was clarifying that the media can't call an election. First of all, that there, there is no president elect, even though that is how it's being presented in the media. Um, the, the certification doesn't happen until December 14th uh, with the electoral votes. And I'm not sure I'm not sure that even then they're going to be able to call it because of the legal processes that could happen. But she was talking about problems that they have um, with these polling places. One of them was Nevada, who apparently at the last minute changed uh, their election format and mass mail ballots to multiple people at different addresses. So there were just ballots floating around everywhere. So they don't know what's going on in Nevada and whether or not the, the voting there was legitimate. Georgia is having a similar issue. Um, they were talking about Arizona and that the gap is starting to close down. It was like 100,000 votes, I think, ahead for Biden or something like that. And now it's down to, I think they said 20. So yeah. not 20 votes, 20,000 votes. I should clarify that. But, yeah, I, yeah, I know what you mean. But, yeah. You know, these Pennsylvania is already in question because a judge ordered them to take every ballot that came in after polls closed and it was supposed to be set aside so that they could be checked and counted afterward. And instead of doing that and allowing the um, the poll watchers to come in from the conservative side, they made it impossible for poll watchers to see what they were doing. And then they didn't set the ballots aside. At least that's what someone is reporting. I'm not sure that it's true. These are just reports. Nothing's verified yet. But the concern with that is that they were actually counting these ballots that may or may not be legitimate. And one report that I read that is also iffy is that someone who was allowed to watch when they were allowed to watch indicated that they watched people take ballots out and when they scanned the ballot, it came up voter not found. And so then they went to the book because there's a, there's a second way to do it with the book for people who registered late that get added to the book. And so they checked the book and it looked like the, the poll worker was 
motioning that the person was not found in there and they were actually manually entering it into the machine, which is something they are not supposed to do. And they said that um, of the of the ballots that they saw go in that appeared to go that way under that procedure, the birth date on every single one of them, this person was putting in January 1st, 1900. So if if there is if fraud in that, that it, <coughs> it might be very easy for them to uncover it if that's true. But again, that's just a report and we can't really trust anything that we're reading. From either side. Yeah. What's your thought on this whole uh I don't know if it's coming from the fucking QAnon people or who it's coming from, but I keep seeing where there's like Trump's about to play his big hand and take all these people down because the ballots are watermarked and they're tracked and they're you know they're they're gonna turn the turn the tables here. This just to me just sounds like a bunch of wishful thinking, but I don't know. What do you, how do you guys see that shit? Vinny, how do you see that? Yeah, I'm not so sure about that one either because I think the states do their own or even the either the states or the counties because each district has its own people running for different things, whether it's a state house or Congress or or whatever. So I can't believe that that's all happened. Now, I do know as far as Pennsylvania goes, their state Supreme Court is elected. And there was four Democrats and three Republicans to what Linda was saying. And they did override the election law put in place by the legislature. Now, the Constitution says state legislatures make election laws. Well, the state Supreme Court of Pennsylvania overruled that, saying due to COVID, the state election laws were unconstitutional. And the the ballots first had to be postmarked, then they didn't, and then signatures didn't have to match. So that's a lot of uh, monkey business going on in that state anyway. So that's where that comes into play. And uh, I think Michigan, I saw where they found, uh, I guess, ballots that were re- weren't registering for Trump but Biden. What do you mean? What and do you mean they were registering? Somebody posted up a video where CNN actually, CNN actually caught election fraud happening in uh, one of the states. I can't remember where. That's unbelievable, man! Unbelievable, Linda. What, what's your uh, what's your take? Is uh, is there going to be a a, a one eighty? Is there is there going to be a big takedown with this shit? Or what do you think? This I think is that thinking. the watermark theory is crazy because, like Benny said, there is no. There is no national protocol for our election processes because we're a constitutional republic that, you know, that power is with the states and each one has its own way of setting its election laws of putting, you know, the people on the ballots. So for them to for them to think that there's a watermark on all of those, I would be highly skeptical of that. What about those people that they were taking them and marking them with Sharpies and shit? I heard weird stories about that, and I don't know if they were counting or discounting those votes, but they had told people <clears throat> if the computer's not reading it, use a Sharpie or some shit. I don't know if you guys heard anything about that. Yeah, that was Arizona. Was it Arizona? Okay, okay. What's your take on that crap? It is Arizona that was doing that, and there, the, the reports that I heard after the fact, and again, you have to take it with a grain of salt, because nothing that we hear 
um, necessarily is re- reflecting reality, but some of the jurisdictions in Arizona actually use Sharpies for their ballots with those machines. At least that's what they're reporting. And so when that came out, the people that were complaining about that, their polling stations, the others were saying, it's fine, the ballots are being counted. Of course, I'm not sure that we'll ever really be able to know if those are being counted. And my initial thought with the Sharpie gate thing was, (laughs) but they were making front page news out of this Sharpie thing because there were other irregularities that they, that the media did not want to cover with the election. So, you know, they can have their conspiracy theories, but I think that reality is, you know, much, much easier to uncover. And I don't know about QAnon. (laughs) I think, didn't you? Well, what about, what about the watch for a few minutes? And then we were like, what is up with these lunatics? Yeah, when they told me JFK Jr. is coming back to save the day, I'm like, all right, I'm out. Peace. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> well, what about these, what about this, the the actual quote-unquote conspiracies that, that you think that uh, maybe this Sharpie story was was taking the limelight from? What do you think is the actual reality of truth with it? Well, I think that there were, it was because it happened, and I can't remember which one it is because there have been so many stories that have come up about irregularities with the voting that I can't remember which one it was that happened at the same time as the Sharpies came up. Um, but there was, an, there was another situation that sounded pretty serious. I wish I could remember which one it was because there's so many that are bad. You know, it's like these people were talking about manually putting in voters. Like wh- when I said that, I wasn't talking about them manually putting in a vote. They were manually registering a voter right then and there on the spot with the same birthday. So there's been some serious problems. When he's talking about all those votes that came up and all of them were for Biden, they're hiding that under the guise that the mail-in ballots were just appearing, you know, appearing. Mm -hmm. And of course the mail-in ballots were for Biden because Democrat voters mailed their ballots in. They had that set up from the beginning that it would work that way. They kept saying over and over, it's going to look like Trump wins, but don't worry, because then these ballots are going to come in and Biden's going to win. And sure enough, you know, all of these votes come up. And that's an easy thing for them to fix. All they have to do is print those ballots. So I, I am convinced that the bigger voter fraud here is one that's going to be much harder for them to figure out. But all these little stories that are popping up here and there, I think, are meant just to distract away from the reality. That doesn't mean that the Trump campaign and other Republicans aren't able to get access to things that they can prove. And I think that that might have happened, especially with Pennsylvania, because when they had that order and they defied that order, Pennsylvania is the one that they just said Biden won so that they could say he got the Electoral College. That was the state. Right. That was the big one that was all this shit. A lot of it was hinging on was they yes. he, like Trump needed Pennsylvania. Yes. And Probably. that was one. <laughs> and it's the one that's got the serious problems. And if you look at it, all of the states that had those problems were the battleground states that needed to be won. And all of them had the same like issues with these votes. So, I mean, I just think that that's a lot. It's a lot to think that nothing's going on. And especially when they ignored that judge's order, because they could have, if they weren't doing something wrong, why would they ignore that order? 
Now, for clarity, what what exactly was that order, the order and what, what, what did it detail? The, the Pennsylvania order was that they were required to set those votes aside that came in after the fact. And they were required to let one of the poll watchers from the other side watch what they were doing. And instead, someone was allegedly watching and took note of the things that I said before, allegedly. And then after they started to notice that this person was noticing these things, they made them get back six feet, get back further, get back further. And before you know it, Pennsylvania had them outside watching like from this huge distance they couldn't see the boats so one of them said can i use binoculars at least and they were like yes so if these stories are true then one of the poll watchers was forced to try to watch them with the ballots with binoculars that's how far away they were you know if 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 any of this is like remotely true to me in my mind it 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 would cause we'd have to do another fucking runoff man we gotta do this a second time yes and that, and you know, and I, and another thing that they said was that after that, they covered all the windows so that they couldn't even see in. So if those things are true, and there were pictures that showed what appeared to be people working in that office with the ballots, covering up the windows. So I, you know, I don't know. It's all fishy, though. I'm gonna make a prediction right now, and I'm gonna just tell you, and you're not gonna like it. But my prediction is uh, Trump concedes. No court battle, no fucking magical evidence, no nothing. He's going to concede. I just got a bad feeling about it. Vinny, what's your thoughts on all this shit? Well, if it all came, if that was what was happening pretty much in Philadelphia, well, I think they pretty much went left anyway to Democrat run city, run to the ground. They don't. They just don't get it. But as far as the whole state of Pennsylvania goes, I'm thinking it's kind of like Virginia. Our rural areas where we're at went one way and the major areas went the other way. And that's where the the population is. If you did have have people like in Pittsburgh or Harrisburg or Philly that were swinging the other way and they were pulling this kind of shenanigans or then, uh, yeah, somebody needs to be held accountable. Will they have a runoff? Uh, maybe not whole countrywide, but I still think they should challenge it. For all, because, uh, hey, Gore did it in 2000. Then he finally conceded. If Trump does, and, you know, that's, you know, his call to make, saying I'm through with this. But I think he wants to at least know he had a legitimate mm-hmm. shot at it. As opposed to everybody uh, pulling this kind of crazy stunt. I mean, I think they were giving giving Virginia to the president like like two minutes after seven, and polls uh, in in this state close at seven o'clock. So, but I guess uh, Northern Virginia and you know all the heavily populated areas that went that way. Anyway, they figured those votes hadn't been counted yet. And how long does it take to count all these damn votes? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's counting like the American Idol fucking votes, but we need to get those people counting the votes. They they do it pretty quick. <laughs> I tell you, man, it's uh, it's really frightening to me because I'm really pissed off with the Democratic Party uh, for a number of reasons. I mean, I don't think they've been worth a shit in the last twelve years anyway. 
and that's not a reflection on people who vote Democrat. I'm talking about the, the elected officials that are dem- in the Democratic Party itself when I say that. But the thing that kills me is they could have put Tulsi Gabbard and Andrew Yang. They could have put just anybody, but they picked a 78-year-old guy with dementia. They did that for a reason. And, yeah, and then they get fucking they com- wanted her. You know, hair. They wanted her, and Tulsi yeah. tore her to shreds. They wanted Kamala Harris. Tulsi Gabbard ripped her to shreds on the debate stage, so they got rid of Tulsi, yep. and they pushed Biden through. The DNC is so dirty that they the voters don't have a say. They think they do. I don't even trust that their primaries are accurate. I'm with you. No, they didn't. She was not picked because she could not be controlled. Her, her and like Yang, some of these other people, they had their own ideas. Good ones. And they weren't going to, yeah, and they weren't going to go along with the program. And I'm convinced, Tulsi, I, I'm convinced with her military service, the way she spoke, she's very eloquent, eloquent very intelligent and uh, in, in everything she says. And I'm convinced, like, if there was a problem, you could sit down with her and you could be reasonable and she would objectively look at it and go, oh, okay, well, I do see both sides of that and make an informed decision. Um, Harris is just going to go, okay, what's my agenda? I think that's, you know, she's slept with some old guy to get where she was. She knowingly left innocent people in prison because she was the prosecutor on the case. This lady doesn't give a shit, man. It's all about and these and the fucking American people just put a 78 year old man with dementia in charge of the country, put him in the most stressful job on the planet and his backup crooked ass yeah. politician slash attorney. Great. What could possibly go fucking so wrong? <laughs> I just, out of California, I just no less. Yeah, out of that. on um, Trump conceding. He does not strike me as the kind of person that would concede. I think he is probably going to go straight to the Supreme Court with this. I think the Supreme Court will ultimately decide this. And I think the fact that Pennsylvania broke that rule, if in fact that is true, if they broke that order from the court, Mm -hmm. that's going to be very bad. Because, I mean, when you look back, and I don't remember the details because it was so long ago, but the Bush and Gore thing, you know, that went to the Supreme Court to get decided in Florida. But then again, that was Florida. So, and this is Pennsylvania. So, who knows? Yeah, well, I think that drug on for like 45 it days, did. wasn't it? So, like 45 days, we didn't know for sure who was going to fill that, that spot. I don't know. I hope you're right. Okay. I hope you're right. Like, I, I don't want you guys to think that. I'm okay with what's going on. I'm very far from okay. Like I'm so worried about our what Biden's foreign policy and how that's going to fuck up stuff. I'm worried about China, Russia, and Iran again. You know, the, when he was VP, I mean, <clears throat> these countries walked all over us. You know, until Trump came in, and Trump put the fucking hammer down on these people, and that got their attention and. These dictator countries, I think a lot of Democrats, they, they just believe that everybody's like them. They expect them from everybody else. And it's like, listen, when you're dealing with the president, background 
top of top KGB. This guy killed people. All right. This is a bad motherfucker you're dealing with. All right. You can't just go in there and try to sweet talk this guy. It's not going to listen. Those kind of people, they respect power. They respect somebody who's going to go take action. And, you know, we had that with Trump. Mm. I, I think it's That's funny sure. that little that rocket they, man. <laughs> they pride themselves on wanting world peace, wanting all this good stuff for the world. They, you know, they think that they're going to be the saviors of everything. But then they had a president who showed them that he could not only stop fighting a war, bring nations together without so much as firing a shot. And still they vote for a warmonger. And that is what Biden is. It's what he was. He and Obama got together and just started bombing countries left and right. That is what they did. But the media did not report that to these people. And these people are walking around thinking that they just voted for somebody that is so great. And he caused all kinds of turmoil, like displaced people all over Africa. Serious, a mess. It's just insane. And they think that this guy is somehow going to do a better job with international relations than Trump did when Trump was moving toward peace in the Middle East. Oh, I know. We got a guy now who can't pick his fucking wife out of a two-person lineup. You know, it's frightening. <clears throat> it's frightening. But this guy's going to broker these big deals at 78 years old. He can't even read a teleprompter. And then, again, his, his backup's yeah, fucking exactly. Harris. It's like, man, we are so screwed for the next four years. It's just ridiculous. Well, and if you look at her, she doesn't it's ever know what to say. You can... What's well, because somebody's got to tell her. Right. <laughs> that's why she got and the nomination. That person tells her what to say in this situation. The next time something else comes up that's slightly different, she gets a different answer. Like she's back and forth, back and forth. And I'm like, it, if the Democrats had presented a candidate that would work from both sides, that aligned, you know, even remotely with my ideals, I would have considered them because I'm one of those middle voters. I used to vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Raise, raise left, yeah. chose right. That's me. <laughs> That's pretty much what happens. Uh, like my whole family, you know, my mom always in, in that Philly area. All the Democrats are for the working per- man, the working man, the working man. They were for the unions, but not the working man. And I guess after JFK. When Lyndon Johnson come in with the the Great Society and all the welfare programs, saying we're going to have all the all these people voting for us for hundreds of years, and the the, the Democrats keep moving left, and I'm seeing posts like, "Oh, I'm so happy <laughs> we're not going to be going toward the way of fascism." They don't like, know uh, fascism I don't think is. you have a clue what the hell you're talking about. I don't know how to. Really well, months. did you see their fucking motto, hope over fear? I'm like, how fucking stupid is that? I'm like, hope over fear? You're the fucking fearful ones. You're the ones fucking running around, fucking masked up, wanting lockdowns and wanting fucking, you know, to go hide under fucking tables and shit and keep threatening us with COVID shit. And it's like, who's afraid here? Who's afraid here? It's not because nope. of Trump. It's because of people driving pickup trucks. I've been, Man, I tell you. 
the next fucking person that's, that jokes with me about Trump supporters and pickup trucks is getting kicked right in the fucking nuts. Okay. Those people are so, they're fucking ridiculous <laughs> with that. It's like they just want to undercut and undermine anybody who doesn't think like they think and vote for their fucking team. And it's just, it, those people have become insufferable, insufferable. And these poll numbers are a reflection of the fucking mental illness that we have breaking across this country right now, man. We've got some seriously mentally fucking ill people. Well, I saw a quote that says, it's not those who vote that matters, it's those who count the votes. And it that's was right. credited to uh, Joseph Stalin. And that's kind of what we're seeing here. And the left wants globalism. They think, oh, we can do socialism or communism better than anybody else. But what they don't realize, these the people that vote for the stuff they think is going to kumbaya the, the world and the country are going to be the ones uh, crying the blues in a few years and we'd be going you told you we told you so but you know you're too stupid to figure it out fortunately I think uh, we did keep the Senate which means nothing Biden or tries to pass will probably get voted into law they might make yes. it through the House. Pelosi lost, what, six seats? And uh, unfortunately, God bless Trump. He's got three, he picked three constitutionalists for the Supreme Court, so they can't pack the courts that way because they don't have the numbers in the Senate. So we might have a two-year stalemate, and then uh, hopefully we'll take the House back. I think Pelosi, uh, I hear I've been reading a lot of people on the Democratic side and in Congress calling for Pelosi to, you know, she hasn't done crap for the party, so except cause turmoil. So she might be uh, not, maybe not voted in this time around, but you never Man, know. She's the freaking Antichrist. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that's a bold statement. It sounds horrible to say about anybody, but that lady is fucking evil incarnate. She has got to go. Got to go. And you made a great point, Vinny, when the, the Republicans keeping the Senate was huge. That was just almost as big as the presidency because had they had the Democrats taken the Senate, they'd have the presidency and all of fucking Congress, I guess, at that point. So you'd be like completely top heavy one way. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't care if it's Republicans or Democrats. I don't want like all of it. You know, there, it's good to keep a little division well, yes, and a little bit of balance. That's the point of a constitutional yeah. republic is that you get that balance so that, you know, Joe Schmo in Idaho gets the same power over his destiny that Marco Polo gets in Florida in Miami or that Jane Smart gets out in L.A. I mean, the whole point is to have that balance. And Democrats don't want that balance. They want to have full control. And it's funny that they want that while they're talking about wanting to make sure that they don't end up in a fascist government, but they're trying to usher in socialism, which opens the door, and they're trying to take over every aspect of government from the inside. And one thing I want you to both consider is that these states that we're talking about now that aren't finished yet have Senate seats open. So we think that Republicans are going to hold the Senate, but we don't know that yet, depending on how this 
pans out with those elections, if they have padded those mm-hmm. votes enough, it's possible that the Republicans could lose the Senate. That's understanding. I, I need to check and see yeah, exactly how true. many Senate seats we're talking about, but th- my understanding is that it's at risk. And another point is that the fact that that we have picked up some seats in the House, if this contested election gets decided by the House, it doesn't go by the full House. It goes by like the individuals. And apparently by district, there are more Republicans or more conservatives House members separately than there are for the majority with Democrats. So if it goes before the House to declare it, chances are Trump would win. But again, you know, that well, that's the information okay, that, that I've gathered that so far. You have to take that with a grain of salt too, but that's what it looks like. Because- <laughs> so countrywide, there's more congressional districts that are Republican, and that would over rule the majority of Democrats, which are clustered like in all yes. in one couple of areas like California, New York, and Los Angeles. It's so and, hard. It's so hard to well, get Cali- that's California. Right now. It's hard <laughs> to, you know, to sort through it because it's so complicated. Like our elections um, and, and the inner workings of our government on the local, the state, and then the federal level <clears throat> can be so confusing because some of them are so similar, but then others are so different. That it makes it hard for, you know, for average people to know and understand. And, you know, it's just like this. This is what I've, this is information that I've gathered. But it's not information that I can swear to you from a book that is written about this is how your government works. Says so. Well, it might be written in the Constitution. I've got how it should work, so. I don't know which article or it's probably broken down there and I don't have it handy. It's in my, it's in a drawer in my other room. So (laughs) I can't find it right off the bat, but like, uh, you know, these people that are fleeing California for Arizona and Texas and fleeing New York for red States, the problem is the stuff they're leaving, they Bingo. vote in what they left. That's what happened to Georgia. That's what happened to That's Georgia. A it's a sickness. I mean, these people are really, in my mind, they are mentally unstable if they really do that. I would not move from Virginia to somewhere else that was, you know, a different, a different, a different political leaning that was like seriously different. Like if I went from Virginia to another place that was kind of like this, that'd be one thing, but going from Virginia to New York, for instance, I wouldn't expect my vote to come with me to New York. If I'm moving to that kind of craziness, I should expect that that's the crazy I'm going to live in. I don't know. I just think it's bizarre (laughs) that they, especially when it's failing where they are. I mean, we're lucky in Virginia because when we have these conservative areas out here, we do get an impact, a negative impact from the Democrats controlling certain aspects of it. But for the most part, our local areas are better. And I think it's because they they have more of a reflection of our values 
on that local level. So, you know, I don't see people around here mass Nazi-ing people to death. They just don't. Northam, close your ears. They don't. You can walk into a store and see people without a mask on and nobody <laughs> says a word because no one cares. Man. Well, you guys are hitting on a good point. And yeah. I think I think a lot of people just don't have self-awareness. Like they're just not fucking aware that it's them, that they're bringing their baggage with them. Like they're turning their their environment into a shithole. They're shitting on their ego. They not, you know what I mean? Man. And they just don't sit there. And... I... How, is, how is it like if, well, let's look at it like this. Like how many people have you met in your life who are just fucked up in some way, shape, or form. They do bad stuff, and then if you call them out on it, they don't want to own it. You know, like, I don't do that, or, or you do that, or they'll deflect it, right? So they won't even be honest with themselves about day-to-day shit. You know, it requires a little bit of critical thinking, maybe, if you're starting to look into how um, things are being ran and looking at politics. I don't know if those people are, you know, are getting off Facebook long enough to have well, those kind of thoughts. If you're paying 40 or 50% in taxes where you live and then you go to some place where you only pay 15 and Republican and yeah. you left Democrat and you know that the reason you paid all those taxes is because you voted for people that passed them and these people are paying less taxes because of the people that passed it. I mean, come on. Yeah, there's the, the self-awareness does not mitigate somebody being just flat out stupid because that's stupid. (laughs) I agree. I agree with you. How about these people who are are, uh, totally okay with taxing people who are wealthy 60%? I'm like, fucking robbery. That's not fair. It's not fair for them, for anybody to lose 60 fucking percent of their paycheck. I don't give a damn how much money they make. It's not yours. It's not the government's. It's their money. I look at it like the government really doesn't need all that money that it's taxing everybody for, because if they could just hand out thousands of dollars in checks to people randomly, and then at the beginning of the year, send out $12,000 and $15,000 to people that are basically living on welfare get a job for a few weeks so that they can file taxes at the end of the year, claim like five kids, and then they get more money than they made all year from taxpayers. If they can hand out all that money, what do they need it for? They don't. They don't need that money. Right. They're taking that money and they're spending it on their little pet projects. And when Democrats come in and tax people more and these ignorant people think, well, that's because I'm just going to get all this more good stuff. But you don't. You get trapped in poverty when that happens. You become those people that are living on welfare who can't work more than X amount of days or they lose all their benefits. Benefits. And then at the end of the year, they get this check and they're like, woohoo, I'm rolling in it now. But that lasts, what, 10 minutes when they go and blow it on TVs and they put it as a down payment on a car that is rent to own. And then in six months, they lose the lease on it and the car goes back. I'm just like, no one ever learns. They don't learn. You don't get something by taking it from somebody else. Yeah, that's exactly right. I was talking to this one lady. She uh, she was talking about how she would gladly pay more in taxes to fund police officers. She's like, okay, I think we should pay police officers. They've got such a dangerous job, and they're making these life and death decisions. That job needs to pay $80,000. 
and they need to have the best training. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, man, it's people like you that don't understand economics or business management or taxation. Listen, you don't understand this shit. You're why we get fucked <laughs> every year. If the people that are living in the area <laughs> that they're getting paid $80,000 are not being taxed through the nose and they're taking the money that they've already stolen from those people and then d- distributing it to a worthwhile place. But right now what we have is them making these weird contracts with people that they know and they're paying them millions of dollars on these government contracts with money they took from us that is like two or three times what the actual project should cost. They waste the money that way by giving it to their friends. They steal it, then they give it to their people. Instead of putting it where it belongs in the community, helping the people that they stole it from. So if they want to take that money and give the police $80,000, I'm totally fine with that. But they well, like I, you can't you can't have a Ferrari lifestyle on a Walmart budget. Can't do it. You know you can't do these a lot of these wish list programs. Um, you just can't do it because you would have to tax the shit out of everybody. And I'm not working week after week to fucking hand somebody half of my paycheck. You know I don't want to work forty hours and get paid for twenty. That that's just that's not. In 1776, there was a group of bad motherfuckers who had enough of that shit, you know, and more or less what's coming down to it again. And we all don't have beards. (laughs) (laughs) I'll loan you some of mine. Well, depends on where you have it. Slap it on my face. There you go. Yeah. But anyway, it's like, again, these people, oh, that are crying, defund the police, defund the police. What are they going to do with all that money? Oh, let's, oh, we, we need more gun control. We need more gun control. If you defund the police and you can't protect yourself, you're screwed. Yeah, I don't know if they expect to send in the fucking Girl Scouts to deal with bad guys or, you know, counselors. These people think there's some sort of... Some sort of magic, uh, some sort of ninja kung fu magic spell that you just can whisper in somebody's ear and get them to comply with police. You know, if there was like a perfect way to do this shit and handle uh, these high stress situations, I'm sure we would have figured out how to do it and do it more effectively. But you can't you can't be rational with irrational people. They don't want to do the one thing. That would actually lower the instance of those things happening. And the one thing is getting people that are prone to doing those types of interactions with law enforcement off the streets. That's it, period. People that commit violent crimes, especially if they use a firearm, need to cool their heels in prison until they get all that wild child out of their system for a very long time. Because if someone's going to abuse the Second Amendment, they deserve to sit in jail. That's my opinion. But it would have to be a clear case of them intentionally mm-hmm. abusing that and not something that got murkied out in the water for them to say, oh, well, if you do anything and you have a firearm, then that means you're in jail forever, which is what Democrats would do with something like that. But then you have the fact that they ignore mental health. And I'm not saying I think that we should have like some kind of weird state run tax through the nose just for mental health situation. I think that they tax us enough and they could put back in place 
mental health facilities for criminally insane people, crazy people who refuse to take their medications right, who end up committing crimes. If they do that, they need to be put away. They hey. shouldn't be in public. Well, we do, we, do have, we do have a place for those people. Apparently. It's called the House of Representatives. <laughs> I do all well, that shit you just named. Maybe in the executive <laughs> office with severe dementia, so you're not, you're not wrong. Man, I'm telling you, I, I am sorry. I'm trying to not be that guy, that asshole. I'm, I'm like the guy who says, I don't care who you vote for, but I care about how, I mean, how you treat the people who vote differently. That shows more about your character, but I got to tell you, I, I really got to tell you, it's hard. It's hard. I know we've got a fucking 78, eight year old man who is clearly having uh, cognitive impairment and decline. And it's obvious to even my dumb ass that there's a problem. And, and his backup is she's a straight up crooked human being. And I, I just, uh, I don't know, man. I, it's so hard because I'm looking at people. I'm like, you motherfuckers did this. You fucking, you fucking picked a 78 year old man with dementia. Uh, because why? Because you, your hate for one dude outweighs your love for your country. their country That's and the world. Is. But they profess to want to bring Whoa. together and unite. He was doing good things around the world. Because doing doing that deal, you know, undoing yep. that deal with China, that wasn't just a benefit to us. That was a benefit to people in China and people in other places too. Get, getting that, getting those things under control with peaceful deals—that's exactly what you would want a president to do. And he's done it. He's done it in the Middle East. He's done it there. He's pulled troops back. It. It's insane. It's like the things that they said they wanted to see done, he was actually doing. He funded historical black universities and colleges. And for 10 years, they don't have to come back and ask for more money. And he funded them at a much higher rate than Obama ever did. So how do you look at that and say, oh, yeah, this man's a racist. Anybody that supports him is a racist. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, why would a racist be giving away tax dollars with no strings and with them not even having to come back and say we need it for 10 years to people that he's racist against so that they can be you know more of them educated to come out and hate him and oppose him why would he do that if he was why would a racist do that exactly and prison reform, he did prison reform. The 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 call the the second chance or the first chance act, where people convicted of you know minor crimes that had a chance to get back into society and make something of themselves, and opportunity zones and in inner cities, you know things that would have benefited the the black community. We're saying he got like eighteen percent of the black vote. That's like higher than any other Republican around and he's still losing. I'm, I mean, there's some fishy crap going on and it's just kind of weird. And and the other thing too is uh, three Mideast peace deals and in, in the last year alone, I mean, where Israel and three Arab nations decided to respect each other's wishes and, and you know, but then you have uh, anti-Semitic Biden, 
well, maybe not him, but the whole left. And uh, I wonder how soon before well, they already are. Antifa gets Have fed up with their own people and start running them up again. <laughs> I haven't I seen anything. What's been going on? New stuff. The other uh, day, the, really um, they were defacing a church. Like they attacked a church. That was after the election. So they were out tearing up the streets there. And I think there there was there was a bunch of stuff going on in one place in New York City and then in I want to say Philadelphia. There were three places that I saw video of, but you I mean you have to, yeah, definitely to Philly. find it now. Because I think that they've gotten they've gotten keen to what's happening that people were actually getting information from these citizen journalists and so now they're slowing it down so you can't see it. So these riots were happening this whole time, but you don't see any of it on mainstream media. They're only talking about people celebrating in the streets and these people are like getting on there talking about how they're crying and they're so excited because uh, the president-elect, and I'm like, he's not the president-elect. I don't understand. I don't understand why these people don't realize reality. I mean, today I was watching a video and Biden supporters were fighting with Black Lives Matter supporters. That I mean, physically fighting, like they were clapping. And a bunch of Black Lives Matter supporters came up to a group of Biden celebrators. <laughs> I think it was in Washington, D.C., and it might have been at Black Lives Matter Plaza. That's the thing named Black Lives Matter Plaza, right? Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's where it yeah, was. right out front of the White House. Yeah, the mayor did it. We're all cheering because they were uniting the entire country now with their brand new president elect. But then BLM came up from behind with a bullhorn and he was saying, Y'all are, um, what is the word? You're colonizing our space. And, and we're not going to have it. And they were like putting them, telling them that that was not their place to be there. And I'm like, what? What is happening? They think that they've got unification and they have no idea that the monster they created is completely out of control and it's split into factions. You got your white people that are woke, that wanted to be seen as advocates. And then you've got Black Lives Matter who are very tribal in nature with what they with what they perceive as everybody else's position in order to support them. And then you've got Antifa on the other side who hate them both. They hate all sides. They will fight over anything. They will make a Black Lives Matter march into a place where they can tear stuff up. But what they really want is socialism and they don't care who knows it. So they're, they're screaming, F Biden and F Trump at the same time. They don't want either one of them. <laughs> what gets me is how an organization that claims to be anti-fascist is fascist. The BLM, uh, all the money that you donated to their website went to the Democratic campaign funds for Biden. And their their founders are trained marxist they self they the the girl who uh, was one of the founders said even said that she's a trained marxist but yet they can't get along with antifa i think antifa is just a bunch of spoiled little wussies that you had nothing better to do busy in the basements of their parents home playing video games and now they think they're 
that are badass because one civilized people didn't uh, do to them what they were doing to their neighborhoods and they were allowed to run amok. I mean, if if we wanted to tamp the crap down, we started pulling out our guns and ammunition and going into these places and start open fire on these uh, whack jobs, then, you know, we'd be the bad guys and the Democrats and the media well, would say, look at those white supremacist radical that's right. that's Trump right. supporters. You're going to have a red hat on, man, when you do that. They'll They're going to put it on, on you, with that little thing where you can write on a picture on your phone where you have to put your finger on it and it never draws right and it looks ridiculous. That's what your red hat would look like. <laughs> Let me let me ask you guys this though. So, do you guys remember when Harris was asked about Biden's sexual assault accusers, and she was asked if she believed the accusers, yes. and she's like, "Yes." <laughs> Pepperidge Farms remembers. Yeah. <laughs> that dude's. I, I, yes, until she got. Yeah, how fucked up ticket. is that? I'm like. It's almost like, I swear to God, people are watching two different fucking movies. They really are. They're watching two totally different shows. And I'm like, are you guys not seeing what I'm seeing? I mean, what the hell? I saw a report where, like, Biden's a weird, he's a creepy motherfucker. He sniffs all these kids. He's very handsy with women. And it's on camera. And it's the hashtag me too assholes that are voting for him. I'm like, what are you thinking? Are you watching what, what I'm watching here? I saw a report where he was swimming. He likes to swim naked when he has a female secret service uh, agent assigned to his detail and his wife's out. He'll swim in the nude and he'll only do it under those circumstances. That's a fucking weird dude. That's not a good guy. Saying that if he was a sexy woman. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that would be weird too. It's weird. It's all weird. It's not. It's not behavior that I would look at if it's a man or a woman. I wouldn't look at that behavior and go, yeah, let's put them in charge of, you know, well, the, the superpower we call the United States. To me is that they will still, still make light of that comment Trump made about grabbing women by the because they let you do it. Which anyone that has ever grown up through their late teens and early 20s know full well that every crazy girl that they were friends with said if this celebrity or that one ever came by, boy, it would be on. They would be ready to throw down with them right then and there. No <laughs> questions asked. That is true. They let you do it. That is factual. It just is. And denying women having that freedom of sexuality bothers me a little. However, Biden was credibly accused of pushing a woman up against a wall and physically and against her will accosting her and actually grabbing her by the when she said she didn't want it. The monkey, thank you. Grabbed her by the monkey. <laughs> he, was try- he was trying to shut her down. <laughs> Don't touch my monkey, Biden. Don't you touch my monkey. You are such a bad man. The man oh has the monkey because the man has the monkey because when the monkey's baby, you gotta spank okay. the monkey. Oh man, there's there's been a lot of monkey spanking in Miss Harris's career. I I kind of oh, gathered. Boy. Well, I <laughs> man, what a great female role model, huh? She is a fantastic female role model, and they make a big deal 
I love how these hypocritical motherfuckers make such a big deal out of her being the first black um, woman VP. And I'm like, you know what? At this point in life, and in this country that we're in, this decade we're in, um, if you're still looking at her color and somehow blending that with her achievement, you're the fucking problem. Well, that, you're the that racist. I told you about <laughs> it's not the Black Lives Matter person with the bullhorn. He actually said that. We made history mm-hmm. with this election, and now y'all are trying to whatever it was. I'll try to find the video and send it to you later. It was kind of funny. But he did bring that up, that they had made history, so they were supposed to be the ones that were on the forefront. And they fully expect all of these, all of their sympathizers to be at their behest. If they want them in the front, they go to the front. If they want them in the back, they go to the back. It's They, they segregate themselves from the people that are supporting them. Exactly. They they are. It's groups and people like that. They're fighting oh, yeah. racism with more fucking racism. You know, look at Harris. You know, look at the Democrat. Oh, you know, we, we don't discriminate. By the way, we need a VP. We need a colored VP and we need a female VP. Let's give this female of color VP to here's Miss Harris because she's a yes man. Clearly, she's a yes man. Think- she's a yes man a few people, you know. Could have had Tulsi Gabbard. To have a just female saying. president. That would be a nice thing to see someday. But not just any white woman or black yeah, woman or Asian woman or Indian woman. No. A woman that was capable and competent and not a weirdo. I mean, I don't want to know about her weirdoness. Like, it's I don't need to know different. that she was messing with that old man. That That's gross. Well, I do want to know that kind of shit, because if you're running for office and that's your background and you've done all kinds of weird stuff, I want to know who we are putting in these positions. The problem I have is this shit comes to light and people just turn a blind eye to it because it's, quote unquote, their team. Yeah, that's it. It's their team. I mean, all the stuff that. Biden is done. His son is done. Oh, no, no, it's alleged. It's Russian misinformation, the mainstream media. Now, somebody they ought to take all away their. They are not media anymore. They're propagandists. This laptop. Wait a bit. You brought something. That's a good, good question. I read, and I don't know if this is a matter of fact, because I don't work for the FBI, but allegedly they had that yep. damn laptop like a year for like a year. And they had it when they were picked, they were going to be choosing their their Democratic candidate. And they withheld releasing that information uh, to help ensure Biden gets well, picked over Bernie. I don't know if that Bernie. was their goal, but the FBI did have it. I think the FBI is corrupt. And I think whoever got it was a Democrat. That's what I think happened. Which would also lead to what you're saying. It 100%. would lead into that as think, well. Benny? But they definitely had it for a year. And the fact that they didn't do anything, I think is why the person who made the backup copy of that hard drive gave it to Giuliani. Yeah, it was a smart play. It was, but even then, you know, when Trump came in and and canned Comey, I guess uh, he should have found somebody else to head the FBI as, uh, instead of Christopher Wright because he's useless. He hasn't done squat. 
he hasn't uh he wasn't a law enforcement guy he was a, a, another lawyer why have a lawyer in charge of uh the national law enforcement organization they could have got somebody like uh, who knows maybe a Dan Bongino or somebody who actually was a secret service agent and a NYPD That's cop exactly and who I was somebody who's been in law say, enforcement Sheriff or David Sheriff Clark. David Clark. Good you know, somebody like that. Well, what do you guys think? What do you think is what's next? What are we going to get our second amendment attacked? Are we going to lose? Maybe uh, are they going to censor us? Some more? Do you think there's going to be more restrictions with that? What do you guys foresee the like Biden? Well, well, they see. Here's what my thing with the Second Amendment is: it's in the Constitution, and unless you know anything that comes out, we'll probably get challenged and have to go to the Supreme Court if they get to pack the courts with activist judges. I mean, how do you? justify something as unconstitutional when it's written right there, except for maybe the fact that they didn't say, well, they didn't itemize the type of weapons uh, that you can have. Well, nobody itemized the type of communications you could have. So, you know, all there was the second amendment was passed when there was flintlocks and stuff. Well, the first amendment was passed when there was quill pens. I I mean, uh, you know, you want to get technical? <laughs> you know these these people act like the the founding fathers, people who were intelligent enough to design and implement a, an entire nation. They don't think that these people had enough foresight that they knew technology would progress. You know, they did they not think that these people knew that guns were going to get better, transportation was going to get better, things were going to you know they were going to improve. I just at the time that amendment was put in, the fucking civ- civilians had the same technology yeah. weaponry and as the military. If you read, <laughs> so if you read like, documents from the founding fathers at the time yeah. that they were actually creating the Constitution, it becomes clear what their intentions were. But there's a lot of them and people don't read them. The Federalist Papers and the Anti-Federalist Papers are a good place to start. Yeah, they 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 were pretty damn smart. They knew that they had to split the the, the government up the way they did and uh, compartmentalize things the way they did. And they they knew uh, they were just very aware that there was a lot of tyranny that could happen if one party or uh, one power became all in control. I mean, Obama had that the first two years of his presidency. He had both houses plus the White House. And all the, what did they get done? Obamacare. That's it. Nothing else. Trump had the Republican control for his first two years, but they couldn't cut spending because Paul Ryan was a wishy-washy speaker. And they wound up losing that. And Check But he held back. the Senate for the rest of his time. So that kind of was your uh, firewall there. Had he been able to have something, I mean, when he was getting trashed from the day he started running, it's amazing he got done what he got done in the short time he did it. 
it's amazing if he would have had another four years and none all this uh media bs would you know get washed away that uh and they actually reported what was going on like oh new peace deal in the middle east or there's a potential vaccine for coronavirus now there's a doctor oh joe biden's coming up with his own coronavirus <laughs> wait 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 i've seen this i've seen this before what they do Put a task force together and you check in with them like every three to six months. Well, the funny thing and they is just they've make been no fucking progress. Fauci, Fauci, <laughs> science, Fauci, Fauci, Fauci hung all the stars, which Trump needs to listen to Fauci. And now Biden's going to be in office, or so they say. And what's the first thing he does? He starts talking about putting someone else in Fauci's position. Didn't he say he was going to have someone else taking the lead on COVID? <laughs> I believe so. Yes, he has. Ever and Fauci's been in that head of that department forever. Well, he was there during Fauci the first should have retired fifteen years so ago. I mean, they first started using hydroxychloroquine to treat it and had uh, results that were documented, which I find extremely odd, considering where would Trump have heard of hydroxychloroquine? Well, maybe through the NIH. Who who was the head of the NIH during that? Oh yes, it was Dr. Fauci. Who was it that was talking with Trump about coronavirus early on? <laughs> Dr. Fauci. I wonder why he knew about hydroxychloroquine. He knew because Dr. Fauci told him, and then Fauci stood there with his false teeth in his mouth and stood around twiddling his thumbs while the media ripped him to shreds going, hydroxychloroquine doesn't work. We tried it in patients that were on ventilators and it didn't do any good at all. But if you read the literature on hydroxychloroquine, it's very clear. You have to give it early. As soon as you get tested and you test positive, as soon as the symptoms show, the faster you use it, the better it works. Because what it does is it keeps the virus from attacking your cells and your lungs and causing all that damage. That's why people were surviving with that drug. But they're giving it to them on their deathbed on a ventilator after the damage is done. Well, what's weird... Go ahead, Dave, I'm sorry. And they think and, and they were making it hard for doctors to even prescribe it for early diagnosis of Rona. Uh, you had to, some states wouldn't even allow it unless you had a certain thing. So they would have to prescribe it for something else to treat them. And then, and then they had that and group the of doctors that were using it, it and everybody was trashing them for using it. And then you get one lady that has her husband drink fish tank cleaner because it had some chloroquine or chloride in it thinking chloride and chloroquine uh, oh yeah those people think clearly domestic violence <laughs> situations all the time she was abusive there were police reports where she had, would attack her husband she killed him she poisoned him with that and then she said oh i thought it was hydroxychloroquine and we just drank that so that we why did he die and you didn't because she poisoned him and then they investigated that exactly. later. And surprise, surprise, the media never covered what happened at the end. That's something we should probably look into and figure out because it was clear that there were people that knew him that said there's no way he would have done that. He wouldn't have done it. And those reports got buried. Like one quote here, one quote there. But then the rest of it is Trump, Trump and his irresponsibility 
when he's out talking about this disease has now caused two people to almost die. One did die because they thought that they were curing themselves from the coronavirus that they didn't have, by the way. And the other one was, uh, oh, UV light. Uh, a lot of places disinfect stuff with UV light. Apparently, UV light does kill germs. Uh, I think that's what Hot Works is uh, one of their main things there. You come in there and you get zapped, and they even use UV light on eggs when they're going through the thing to uh, disinfect them and kill a lot of bacteria and stuff like that, too, in these major plants. So, but don't go out in the sun. Don't go out in nature. Stay well, that's hold they, up they in your house. They documented higher cases of people who were staying inside <laughs> other crap. who were contracting COVID from the whole family than the people who were going outside. Like they, they were showing results that were saying, you know, these people that are all staying in their house all the time, their whole families are ending up testing positive for COVID. And it's because they were in the same space because the six foot rule is a good rule any kind of illness stay six feet away from somebody you know you're not as likely to have their germs on you but the uv the uv thing double check me on this but i'm fairly certain that there was a prestigious university in california that was actually using uv uv light somehow in the body to fight disease that's where he heard from I think that that was the one. I'll look that up later too. Because that one, that's something that I looked into back in, I think it was April, April or May. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that that college somewhere in California that they were working on using UV light. I think you're right. I think I read something about that. They use it. Yeah, I did see that as well. But now you hear about the rising coronavirus cases, rising coronavirus cases. But you know, you don't hear the rising deaths. What happened to that? (laughs) If I was a doctor, I get it in Virginia. That's what I prescribe. Yeah, for your uh, yeah, your kidneys. Yeah, that's the ticket. Yeah. A lot of governors were doing it. Why would he do that though? Listen, and this is you can file this under conspiracy theories if you want, because I have no proof to back it up. But this is my opinion. And this is what I think. I think that the Democrats in the House of Representatives were in contact very early on with Democrats and state governments across this country. And I think they were telling them that they needed to have high case numbers and high death numbers. And then when they went to vote in a stimulus package, they could bail out these failed governments. That's what New York was waiting for. New York could not make its budget this year. They didn't make their budget. Again, they tax people to death and they still can't make their budget. They were relying on getting more money. And if you read the, the bills that were coming through the House, they were going to base it on the size of the state and the number of cases and deaths. And that's how they were going to tally how much of that money was going to go to each state. And it would have absolutely wiped out the debt that New York was in. So if there's a drug that you can get people well, when they for test that positive right away, in time until the next budget. he got those tests out quick. If there's a drug you can give people right away when they test positive, you're not going to have high numbers anymore, especially of the deaths. And they were already setting it up so that 
if you were in a hospital and you went on a ventilator, the hospital was getting like multiple times the amount of money for another patient that was on a vent- ventilator was paid by the government. So they had every reason yep, to push uh, people onto ventilators yep. and being on a ventilator is the worst possible thing you can do with SARS. Jeez. And then the governor of New York also sent all those people with COVID into nursing homes. On purpose. What was their what was Same their the fucking what Jersey. was their excuse for doing that? What was their the reason? The CDC why? put out an emergency release say? on a document that specifically said you you need to keep this out of nursing homes, whatever you do. And it was within the next seven days that Cuomo issued the order to put them in nursing homes. And that was an order that was released seven days now before that he is... did that. All right. Well, let me tell you about ten full hats. I think that that gives your theory I, listen, uh, I just, a little bit more I really believe that that was the goal. Why would they have written that into that legislation? They didn't pass the legislation that the Senate had prepared that was an actual stimulus to go out to save small businesses. They said, no, we need to do more. And then they wrote in all their pet projects and deep down inside those bills, what did they have? Bailouts. They had bailouts. Who was going to be the ones that, you know, reap the benefits of those the most? Which which states were the ones that had the highest rates? I'm just saying. Democrat controlled I, I mean, states. You, you can put a tenfold hat on me if you want. I don't mm-hmm. mind. But no, I'm I'm picking up what you're laying down. It's fucking talking- frightening to say the least. And Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi—that's who we're talking California, about. California, New Jersey, New York, that were running forward with making these bills to cover the things that they wanted them to cover, and they buried it. It was over a thousand pages. That was the most crazy thing reading that Heroes Act. My eyes were glazing over, and the more I read, the more disgusted I got because it would be all oh, this makes sense, this makes sense, this makes sense, and then it'd be like, what the. And I'm like, what is wrong with these people? We just need to make sure our businesses don't close because every time they do, people lose their jobs, which means they don't have money, which means they don't have a place to live, which means they're one step closer to ending up on welfare. But what do Democrats want? Yes, they want us all. They as dependent want everybody dependent. Yeah. Because they don't. Everybody on welfare. Well, that's so. That's communism. It's communism. That's the <laughs> they're laying the groundwork for it. Man. I, mean, I don't want. think I don't think it's a conspiracy if you just open your eyes and look. I mean, it doesn't take Sherlock Holmes to fucking see where some of these uh, these roads are leading to. So let's go into some final thoughts. And I want to I'm going to throw this to both of you guys. Um, the next four years. Let's say. Let's just say we keep. Let's just say the Republicans keep the Senate. All right, but we got Biden slash Harris. What do you got? What's your predictions? Is Harris going to take the wheel immediately? Not at all. What kind of policies do you think they're going to try to push? And what do you see? Uh, you see another lockdown or anything like that, Vinny? Well, they're. 
Biden was talking about locking down the country before he was talking about not locking down the country. And uh, Green New Deal, they're going to try to push that agenda, cut down all the stuff that he said he was going to do. Then he said he really wasn't going to do. He's, he's being pushed by the left, and that's Green New Deal, lockdown, the fight, the coronavirus, even though it really, even though the original lockdown was just a flatten the curve. And uh, what else are they going to try to push? Uh, try to strip away more of your constitutional rights. Beto and his uh, mm-hmm. his guns are. And I think if if Harris takes over, it probably won't be till after they at least get some form of major legislation for Biden to sign like, Oh, I did this. And then we'll have to see while saying he gets, we'll have to see how his state of the union goes. I bet that'll be a fun <laughs> one to try to so you teleprompter works, right? Separatist. Yeah. And everybody, Oh, Biden is so great. Yes. I agree with what you said. <laughs> I'd hate to be the guy or the lady that has to do sign language and translate his speeches to the hearing impaired. Just from pretending to be him for a minute, I just got lightheaded. I'm just lightheaded that he's going to be allegedly taking the helm of of the United States. That just is so fucking terrifying. And I I know you're not really scared to death like this, Jeff. But I have been at peace with this. Like, I'm not completely overwhelmed by the thought of Biden becoming president. I am at peace with it. And I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe God is just granting me a little grace and not letting me be completely freaked out about what these lunatics are going to do. But I feel like it's going to be settled and Trump will walk away still president. That's what I feel in, in my gut. I feel like. I feel like it's going to be exposed. I feel like all of those prayers to bring it to light are going to be answered. But, you know, I don't have a special lifeline to God. I just have faith. And that's how I feel. Well, so, well, so that's your, that's your, that's your story. You're sticking to it, right? So you, you don't, uh, you don't really foresee any, you don't foresee a Biden presidency, right? I'm biased, you know, and I have a lot of faith. So that could be coloring that a little. But I have to say, even if even if this Biden Harris thing happens, I still believe that God's in control and I still believe that he exposes things in his time. And I'm not completely convinced that if they do get into that position, we are not going to find out anything else. I feel like if they do get into that position, people might see the truth. Like they might rear their ugly head for everybody to see. And all of those people that happily colored in the little dot next to D might go, Oh, were they right? Because I feel like we're going to have speech laws that are going to come out. And those laws are going to affect the people that think that they want them. Just like Borat found recently, Borat, Borax, what's his name? Mm-hmm. He got censored. He was Borat, asking for yeah. censorship, then he opened his big mouth and they censored him. And he's Byron like, you can't censor me. No, you can't censor me because they don't 
They don't think. They don't think. No, they aren't going to take your guns until they start taking guns. And then they're like, wait a second, I just bought this gun. Because Democrats have been buying guns at high rates. So a lot of Democrats actually do appreciate the Second Amendment. They have completely convinced themselves that Democrats are not coming after their guns. But I think that these things are going to be revealed. Either way, they're going to be revealed. So I'm at peace with it. But I do think that they're going to be up to some really shady stuff, not just in this country, but around the world. Well, I'm, I'm, I am very concerned and I believe in God. I believe God is in control and I believe we're all a little bit of God, but I, you know, I know the world's going to end. It's got to. I just don't want to fucking see it. <laughs> I don't want to be in the middle of this shit. You know, yeah. I just don't. And I'm, I, you know, I'm worried about it. You got the squad or as I like to call those bitches, the oh God, four horsemen, because they're terrible. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I mean, if they're if somebody's going to be ushering in the fucking you know the last days, it's going to be those jackasses. But you know, I'm 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 worried. I, I just it, there's just been a many many times in my life where I've gone through a lot of shit, and I've just learned that sometimes you got to just grit your teeth and just and just go. All right, well, this is going to suck, but let's do it. <clears throat> and you just kind of power through it, and it sucks. And I feel like that's going to be the. Uh, the next four years, I did see a post that tickled me. This guy posted, uh, he's very, he was pro Biden. And he says, well, I can't wait for the next four years of getting to put hashtag steal your president. And I was like, well, that's cool, man. Uh, I'm going to hashtag steal yeah. your pedo, uh, right under that. Fixed it for you. Your lady big grabber. Jackass. Freaking can't <laughs> believe it. Yeah, it's just one of those Which things. And they think there's going to be peace and harmony now. Oh, let's all let's all get along now. The agonization. Uh, yeah, just like the last four well, years. The people that do all this rioting and shit are not exactly Trump supporters. Okay, I don't. How many of these motherfuckers are wearing MAGA hats and voting red? Like none. It's just not them. It, you know, the, the BLM people. I mean, Antifa. They're not. They're not voting red. They're just not. And I, I'm sorry if you vote blue. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to piss anybody off, but it's let's just I'm an independent. I'm a middle of the road dude. My political party is American. But I look at this objectively and I go, OK, well, these motherfuckers over here seem to be uh, have a lot of common ground with this this political group over here. So let's connect the dots. You know, there's they were boarding up businesses in case yeah, Trump won. Because they were scared of riots. Nobody was nobody was doing that in case Biden won. Well, why is that? Because the fucking people that voted for Trump aren't going to be rioting. They're much more likely to do uh, the exactly most peaceful protests we've ever seen in history. People, Trump supporters have been out in the streets showing love for the president. And you stumble upon it once in a while. But they're not covering it. They're trying to cover what they're calling all these peaceful parties, but even their parties have situations like what I told you about before. There's infighting in their own group. They're saying, oh, now we're going to all unite and come together, but their own groups are at war with each other in the streets, literally fighting against each other. I don't know. 
It's yeah. it's what I like to call entertainment. I'm gonna tell you, I'll tell you this though, man. I'm gonna tell you this is the biggest yeah. mass mind control experiment in modern history. You see it on TV, on the internet, social media. It's the same. Just look for the loop, folks. Look for the loop. Look for the reoccurring messages. When you keep seeing the reoccurring messages, BLM, uh, Black Voices, Antifa, uh, are you ele- are you registered to vote? Are you registered to vote? Go vote. Go vote. All these loops. That's hypnosis. Yeah. yeah we'll help like, you I'm register. Good. Fuck off. <laughs> Baseball. Well, listen, I'm going to wrap up. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Vinny. Oh, speaking of, I'll say speaking of Facebook, uh, 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 apparently a lot of people are ditching Facebook for yeah, this where you're going to find all the QAnon parlor. motherfuckers. Yeah, I guarantee that's it. That's my guarantee it. Handle on parlor. <laughs> that's what is it? You have to. There's you're a, on it. You have to let me know how that, it is a little the, bit. The, the I mean, how many more of these apps can I get hooked uh, with? You know? <laughs> like, certain ones that are like others, like Parler is like Twitter. Um, that's the way the format is. And I think one called MeWe that has more of a Facebook type setup. And the problem. Okay. MeWe, and the problem. <laughs> it's called what? MeWe. <laughs> the problem is yeah, that okay. the people that are. You know, people get the yeah, friend of mine chamber saying went to that we've one. gotta leave Facebook to go to this place and then everybody picks it up and rolls with it. But then you get to that platform and it's not the same platform and they're not happy with it and they end up right back at Facebook. Because it you can't like the you, you don't go live, at least yeah. not that I've been able to find on Parlor. And maybe I'm mistaken. I, I haven't really played with it a lot. Um but there are certain apps that will allow you to do certain things, just like Twitter is different from Facebook. Well, I don't know, man. It's scary. I think we're we're running out of freaking options here, and I don't know. I'm I'm starting to just get burnt out on social media altogether. I'm tired of it. I'm I've been deleting people. And it all depends on who the they founder claim, of these other places are. They they, to, are they these big tech uh, socialist people like Zuckerberg However, or this is what we the know. Twitter dude? Or, what we know is that they, someone creates an app. The app gets a lot of traffic. It gets bigger in size, which makes it more profitable. The person puts the app up for sale. Big com- conglomerate companies that are competing against that app buy that app. It's exactly the same as cell phone service providers. You'll see that happen a lot. Um they buy it and absorb it. That's why I'm pretty sure isn't Instagram and Facebook, aren't they owned by the same? That is what happened. Yeah. So Parliament yep. could blow up and all of these conservatives could be on it in their echo yep, chamber. Dumb Facebook, and happy, Instagram. Facebook could end up owning Parlor. So you, you don't know what's going to happen. I know <laughs> That's true. They already are. Yeah, that's just oh, everybody's going to be jumping ship. <laughs> no matter no no matter what boat you're on, it's going to be a temporary ride. Well, I think that's about all the time we got, guys and gals. I really appreciate Maldi, uh, Linda. All. I always love like having you on. Girl. You're one of my favorite people. 
No, I love an in- I love an intelligent broad who's mouthy. Yeah, and that's what you are. You know this political stuff. Yes, and very pretty. This I'm is pretty. VO though, so kind of we're getting kind of screwed on that one. Oh, I saw that. I saw that, that uh, picture guy. you put up uh, with your I'll husband in that red sequin <laughs> gown. I was like, damn, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Well, you, wait. Let, you thought, now I see well, that in you private me message, that right? You holding all your daddy's guns, and that was pretty good too. In your okay. Daisy Dukes. Yeah, I don't. I don't let the rest of the world know what I do, and and it's a shame. Yeah, you said that in private mine, message. Just it's for a shame me. I'll never ever own one. <laughs> so sad. I always wanted to be a gun owner, and I never actually got to have one. It's my very own. Isn't yeah, it beautiful that none yeah, of us ever neither. got to have the privilege <laughs> of having our own gun. Me neither. Oh no, man. Molon Love. Molon Love. I know. Fuck him. All right. Well, let's go forth. I'm gonna dive out of here. And uh just keep your hands up, man. Keep your head on a swivel. I don't know. I'm waiting for the UFOs just to land on the front lawn and take uh, didn't Biden they and Harris back that? to the planet. Back when COVID awesome. started, didn't but, they uh, confirm that they They did. They did confirm UFOs. Yeah, they sure did. They said, yep, that's a real deal. And uh, we're looking into it, and that's all they would say yeah, about back it. Back in my youth, I used it's to coming. It's coming. on my window. I would watch the X-Files every week. Looking up at the sky through my X'd out window, saying the truth is out there. And then they confirmed the truth and no one cared. How can no one care? But no, that's not, I, I, some people didn't <laughs> vote. That's all I'm saying. I actually have a I want to believe poster in my kitchen. You're the my same kind one of that guy. So that's how why we're such geek, good geeky I am. That's why you're on the show all the time, Linda. We love having you. And you're my people. Well, everybody at home, I just want you guys, remember, keep your head on a swivel. Don't be sheep. Think for yourself. Don't fall for this hypnosis. Uh, remember, put sunglasses on because they still Bye. live. Adios, everybody.